The young and the restless. Hey, young, do you feel restless? You do, Michael, right? You say, yeah, especially if you're going to preach a half an hour. <laughs> Being bored is a common experience in our world today. Being bored is not limited to a certain generation. It happens with all of us. We don't like to be bored. Remember when I was a kid, I can't remember ever saying that I was bored. I probably was. I can't remember complaining to my parents. They probably would have said, go outside and play. Or, you know, find something to do. Whatever. I know I told my kids that. In Latin America, there wasn't too many places to play outside, though. And so we either had to drive to the park or we had to drive somewhere because it was pretty much um, a non-playing area in the streets or wherever. My mom told me one time to go play on the expressway. But I think, <laughs> I think she was mad and upset at that point. Fortunately, I didn't obey her. But there is an underlying deeper problem to boredom. And the reasons to avoid it, and it goes deeper still, it's a spiritual problem. And I want to look at that phenomenon today with some spiritual insight. Although being bored is occurring more widespread among iGen, or Generation Z, those born from before 2000 until now, it occurs in late millennials, but it, it happens to all of us, but it's been studied in our society today, in this digital age of computer, the number one cause of boredom among people is downtime. It's rest. It's inactivity. There is no greater generation that feels this, perhaps, than young people today, because they're bombarded with so many things to do. Young and old alike, however, share the symptoms of boredom and restlessness is universal. To not be doing something causes restlessness or, or anxiousness. If you're not entertained, if you're not busy, if you're not engaged in something, you become bored. Right now, probably some are saying, where's my iPhone? Where can I go? This is the reason for popular social media. It is the go-to source to avoid boredom and inactivity. While at the same time, since the advent of social media, it has increased restlessness and accentuated boredom. And although we cannot rightly say that the social media is the fruits of the devil, it can be used against us and who we are as creatures of God. There's certainly something about this phenomenon that is spiritual and reveals something spiritual about ourselves too. Follow my train of thought here. Social media is the place to go to today for entertainment, to be occupied, to be doing something, avoiding boredom. And the reason that someone goes to social media is to avoid that problem but people become restless when they become bored. Boredom is only the symptom of the real problem. The real problem is being alone. 
inactivity, having to sit alone, and quiet. When you feel alone or bored or restless, social media is the go-to place for many. It's the fix where you're noticed, where you can interact. You can put up pictures so that others will look at you and take notice. And you get feedback and you get liked and you get accepted, negative or positive. You're the attraction and you can attract other people. So you're not alone. But the deeper spiritual problem about being and feeling alone is really the inability to cope with yourself. The inability to be alone with yourself. To keep everything out and be alone. The inability to love yourself for who you are. The inability to know yourself for who you are. To be alone with yourself can make you feel restless. Because at some point, while you're alone with yourself, you will entertain the question, who am I really apart from my relationships online or with other people? Being alone causes a looking inward, an introspection. Because at some point, that's going to happen. Where I am with other people, or particularly online, I can control who I am. I can get the affirmation that I'm looking for by going into a group of people who like me, or going online and posting pictures about myself. I can delete comments that I don't want to listen to. I can reinvent and invent the image that I want people to see me as. But I don't want to be alone. With others online, I don't have to be myself. I don't have to be bored or inactive or restless. It translates into being popular or liked. But what's so scary about being alone? Have you ever just sat for 20 minutes, half hour, just sat and did nothing? Just rested? Sometimes it's very difficult to do. We become restless. The scary thought about being alone for many people is that you want to escape that being with yourself. You don't want to be with yourself. You want to escape from yourself. I don't like what I see in the mirror. I'm restless until I can find a place where I'm acceptable or accepted by, by my peers or groups around me. And then I can rest in that image. The restless anxiety of being alone betrays the reality of who you really are. Your imperfections. Your inability to be whatever you want to be. There is still that knowledge that what is not reality online and that you are reality. Let me illustrate my point. Among plastic surgeons today there is growing concern about people who want doctors to make them look like their online Facebook pictures. 
They have projected a reality of themselves that they want people to like and to see with so many different filters. There have been people going into plastic surgeons and say, make me look like that image that I want to be or project myself for others to be. Escaping self. Being alone. This is what the people like online. This is what the people like And of course, the opposite is true. I don't like myself. I don't like to be with myself. Because I know I'm not that way. I know I'm not perfect. I know that I don't have all those likes. If if I'm vulnerable and, and put myself out there, I might not be liked. That's the risk. That's boredom if I'm alone with myself. Disney knew this. Back in the big boom in the 90s, my kids all had costumes of Cinderella and and Beauty and the Beast and everything like that. What does Disney do? It allows an escape from self. I want to be like Be- I want to be like Belle. I want to be like the, the, the little mermaid. Disney put a lot of movies out fantasizing about reality before digital media and the internet came along. You probably dressed like some of those characters in Disney. Who knows? Superheroes. It is fine to imagine and fantasize about going to the ball like Cinderella, where she's liked like everyone. But alone in reality, your life, your real life, is nothing more than sweeping up ashes from the fireplace. And who's going to like that? It happens to all of us because it is our result of brokenness in sin. Think about the first images of trying to escape from self and being alone. Adam and Eve wanted to cover themselves, hide from God. They didn't like who they were. They wanted to run away. They wanted to escape. Trying to cover themselves. Trying to make things different. Wanted to be more presentable. The reality that causes the restlessness and anxiousness for us all, whether online or in the movie theater, is that you realize that you will not be all that you can be. As the army slogan says, You are not the person that you want others to be. And being alone is that time when it truly becomes real for you. And that's scary. Because it's a spiritual side of you that needs God. That is empty. Because you know there's a relationship there that should be there. And it's not. And we're reminded of this when in Romans, Paul says... For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Makes us restless. We we don't want that image. We don't like to hear those words. We want to escape, cover it up, ignore it. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Or when Paul writes to the Corinthians and says, From dust you came and to dust you will return. These are alone times. These are times when we know and we know from Scripture and God's Word who we are. And we can't cover it up. 
But our text in Hebrews today extends us an invitation, an invitation to the restlessness, an invitation to those who are restless until they find a way of accepting self or be accepted by others. The message of Paul is that we can find rest only in Jesus Christ. We can find completeness of who we are only in Jesus Christ. Listen to what Christ says in our gospel. Come unto me all who are heavy laden and I will give you what? Rest. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. The invitation is an invitation to rest. To let him be God and to let him show his love to us through Jesus Christ. That all of our needs that we have for our self-image are complete because we are created in his image, in his likeness. And when Christ died on the cross and rose from the dead, he clothed us with the newness of life. He clothed us with righteousness. He said, you are worth it because my son died and rose for you. You don't need to project a false image in order to be liked. You can be secure in being alone and rest because of my son and what he has worked for you. Freed from the cycle of having to always worry about how others perceive you. Psalm 46 says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations and I will be exalted on the earth. Meaning rest and know that I am God. And that is what Hebrews promises in Christ. The message of Christ is preached to those who are restless, those who are uncomfortable with themselves, those who are uncomfortable in the world. And so he invites us. And he invites us in the Lord's Supper. My body and my blood given and shed for you for the restlessness, for the forgiveness of your sins, and takes us in as part of his family. My brothers and sisters in Christ, rest in the Lord. Rest in the Lord. Cast all anxiousness on him. For he is the one who gives you Sabbath rest, here and in eternal life. Amen. If you're interested in knowing more about Jesus Christ or about Grace Lutheran Church, please go to www.gracealoneonline.org. You can email us at gracealoneonline.org at gmail.com.